Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors, spotter of the 88 Cup car, the 7 Xfinity car, and the 29 Trunk. Brett Griffin, spotter for Clint Boyer, Elliot Sadler, Myatt Snyder, and our <laughs> lovely co-host who is not dressed like a rapper like she was at the track on Saturday. I wear those shoes everywhere. You're just never down in the garage to see them. You had a stocking cap on, <laughs> and you had these shoes with chains on. Chains. You, you gotta keep if, it. You gotta keep the shoe game. Strong. I was just waiting on two chains or <laughs> Jay Z or somebody to come popping out with you. People have strong reactions either way to those shoes, but I gotta tell you, they're the most comfortable track shoes I own. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they had chains. They look like Converse. They're no, like maroon, no, no, and then no, they no, have no, this no, big no. They chain. They look like Converse. Them. They look like Gucci. Do you have any <laughs> pictures of them? You do. Uh, no, I don't take pictures of my shoes. I'm sure there's a picture somewhere. I'll I'll find I, one. Somebody took a picture of her. She's dressed <laughs> yeah. straight up ghetto at Talladega. It looked like she had just left the infield party on Talladega Boulevard. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, everything was covered. If she had just had <laughs> that. Just left the party in just the shoes. Yeah. If she had just been reeking of campfire smoke, I would have said she's not been to bed dressed like this. Kristen. <laughs> No, I looked. I was very presentable. She I had my black hot. track pants. Great. I had my Junior Motorsports shirt on. I just it was cold in the morning, so I had a beanie on, and I had my track you, shoes, which look a little. Do you try to like dress hot and be like, I gotta look awesome. No, today. I try to dress for function because I run all over the racetrack. Missy Elliott has never looked this ghetto at eight thirty on a Saturday morning. Josh, it was eight thirty in the morning when I saw her, and I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, if you wear chains on your shoes, that's, that's fr- I'm finding a photo. That that's like. <laughs> That's like. That's I will say you know your. It uh, it's like a setup. The color of your shoes matched your beanie, so that was nice. See? Nicely there done. I, didn't, I mean, I didn't say it was bad. It just I walked up not expecting it. I mean, here I am in my one main financial crew shirt. I'm looking all. Which was sp- wrong, by the way. He had the wrong <laughs> crew shirt on. <laughs> I'm looking all spotter like with a wrong logo on. Uh, you know, Kristen I, had her "Hey, look at me" shoes on. Yeah. Is that what you call them? The hey, look at me. It was the highlight of my Saturday. You know, <laughs> seeing Kristen winning the race could have beat it, but that didn't happen. So. I never see Brett, but Elliot had a driver appearance at eight fifteen for one main up on turn two. So 
That's early. That's pretty early. That's something people, people don't. People showed up for well, that, though. Hey, we had, a, we had a packed house. Here's the thing that a lot of people don't always realize. When you see a 12 o'clock start, we all love it because we get to go to work, we get done early, we get to go home. But for people who are coming out and enjoying things like an Elliott Sadler hospitality, yeah. you know, an autograph signing for a sponsor, whatever, in the midway, I mean, you've got to get there really early to pull it off because Elliott's first thing was 9 a.m. driver meeting. You know, 9.30 qualifying, then you've got another meet and greet, and then, boom, you actually got a race. So for in order for sponsors to be able to activate, people have to get there early. So, I mean, those people started rolling in at 7.45 in the mm-hmm. morning. It was a great crowd, though. I was shocked that there were at 20, 25 people. <clears throat> they I thought the they, crowds were great all weekend in general. Elliot. I think they had the memo Kristen was coming and going to yeah. be dressed like a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stop it. They just wanted to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Bring your dollar bills. <laughs> They weren't. Uh, they're not heels. They're I know, sneakers. I, just, I know, but you know. Holy, yeah, punk stripping sneakers. What? I don't know. <laughs> what? Gosh, <laughs> this is terrible. Thanks uh, to One Man Financial for bringing this show to you guys this week. Yeah, and the Exalta Studio that we have now that makes it super nice. Kristen can sleep. Brett can kick <laughs> his feet up. Yeah. With his flip flops on today. I went to a juice bar this morning. You ever been there? Oh my gosh, uh, he no. didn't go to La Patisserie. No, no, I didn't go to Patisserie. We talked about that yesterday on the oh. airplane on the ride home. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, we got to record later because Brett's like a breakfast eater. He's got to go get. He's got to <laughs> go to La Patisserie and get his scrambled eggs and stuff. I went to Juice Bar and I got some kind. That's of, what they look like. Yeah. Where's the chain? That's a, the gold thing right they there. They got a buckle of chains oh. all the way across them. But they're sneakers. Yeah. Those are, are they that? What are they? We got to tweet this out <laughs> so people the, will know what we're talking just about. Just fab, hey, look at me, with the chain, <laughs> with gold chain. Are those not ghetto? Imagine those. seeing her with that on, with a stocking cap on. <laughs> yeah, you're a little <laughs> Nicki Minaj type thing. Yeah, there. but I have my black track pants and I have my Junior Motorsports shirt on, so I was good. With a beanie Partially. and a shoes with <laughs> chains on them. <laughs> anyway, what will Kristen wear next week? To be continued. <laughs> She's off for two weeks, dude. What do you mean? Oh, what was right. yeah, I'm going to the beach this coming week, and next week I'm going to the Preakness at you Pimlico. Got, do you have the perfect bikini picked out? I do. Chains I'm ready to go. What's it look <laughs> Which like? beach are you going to? <laughs> we are going to Charleston and staying awesome. in Shem Creek. Yeah, wow, Airbnb. Like it. Yeah. Four days. I'm turning my phone off, don't, so don't call me. Yeah. <laughs> well, take some pictures. Oh, of you'll chains. text me. Where do I need to go eat? What's fun down here? Yeah. That Charles- is good because you always tell me the good places my to go. My niece lives there. It's awesome. Great town. Yeah, I like Charleston a lot. I got some friends that live near there, too. So I know you can't drink bourbon, but there are tons of restaurants with great bourbons down there, like stuff that you don't always Like on Main Street? Always King Street see. or whatever that is? Yeah, yeah, tons. She can drink vodka, though. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of it. What's your favorite thing to mix with vodka? Vodka. I'm so boring. Ice. <laughs> just, yeah, ice. Can I get a little bit of ice with that? Look at Josh being funny today. <laughs> Josh speaks. <laughs> so you guys just landed from Talladega last night. Yeah, last yesterday yeah. afternoon. Yeah, I got home about nine. You probably got home about eight thirty. How'd your Dega treat yeah. you? Same. Uh, the doo doo emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pudding. I thought it was ice cream. Chocolate it's pudding. Doo-doo. Yeah, it's soft serve ice cream. It's, it's a it's a turd. There's no, a turd doesn't have eyes. Y'all are full of shit. You can put eyes on any that's, symbol. That's the longest. You can't put eyes on a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Oh. Oh, gosh. So, okay. so your Talladega was crappy. I was okay. Not. I've had worse. He, I had, mean, some, he had some run-ins on the spotter year, stand. Yeah. I didn't what? have any run-ins. I had people oh, no. mad. No, you had run-ins. 
had people mad for no reason. He, had, he made every teammate he possibly had. He made every spotter that, that was his teammate, he made him mad. Oh, that's Birthdays. not true. Yep. Casey five, I never saw the five all day. He didn't even know what racetrack he was at. Who? Ramsey. <laughs> I walked down there, and I'm like, hey, Ramsey, we can win this race, man. I got a plan. He looks at me like. <laughs> I'm like, no, seriously, like, Michael Annette can win this race. Here's how we're going to do it. And he's like. You want me to tell him now? And I'm like, no, because everybody's listening. We're going to wait. And he's like, okay. Okay, this is a lie already. You know how I know this is a lie? This is not a lie. This is a lie because there's no way Brett goes to anyone, Michael and that, saying, hey, you're behind us, but you can win this race. He was in front of us. Yeah, there's no way that you're going to push Michael and that. Was to that a at the end when we were Ab- one, we two, four? Absolutely, we're going to help him. You can call Ramsey right now, and he will testify. Josh, get him on the phone. That I told him. I'm not denying the fact that you told him the plan, but I will deny T- the fact that it didn't end up in your mind with you leading. This is why <laughs> TJ gets in arguments because TJ is so selfish and one weight in all of his things that he does. No. that it's never about anybody but TJ. No. So he screws me. He <laughs> screws Hamlin. Hamlin's spot for Casey Kane. Yep. And and let me tell you how he screws me. Okay. We're the first JRM car. Michael Annette is the second JRM car. TJ is the third JRM car. And then there's a Chevrolet behind us. We catch the 22 car. There's three reasons why you wouldn't push the 22 car. Number one, he's not your teammate like the other guys. Number two, he's not in the same manufacturer that you're in. He's in a Ford. Number three, he's the best car and arguably the best driver in the field. You got a chance to shuffle him. What does TJ do? He tells Justin, go low. So Justin goes low, bails on me in the five, and now we're screwed. Now we go to the back, which is fine, but we had a chance to be one, two, three, JRM, and instead we're not, thanks to TJ. And I talked to Justin. Justin said, TJ told me to go low. Yeah, well, here's what you don't look at here. If you there is no one Watch how this math plays out. There is no one more selfish on Saturdays at Daytona and Talladega than Elliot Sather and you. Nobody. And it works for you. You win a lot of races because we of won it. Some. You we win a lot. you, won you some. lead a lot of races at plate tracks. Probably between Joey Logano, Elliot's probably the next guy in line. Yeah, for sure. And you know why he's like that? It's because he's selfish. I'm not saying he just goes and hangs his teammates, but he is selfish, but he knows how to do it, and it's successful with it. There's no one more, and it works. I mean, you win races because of it. So why would you not go with us? Here we go. I want to hear the same. So the three, or the tight end behind us, is not going to go with us. He's a Chevy, but he's going by us because we were no help at that point. He was going to get into our quarter panel, and he was actually going low. We pulled down at the last second and got right in front of him. He was going to get to our quarter panel, which makes us useless to the five car. Because we're not even close to the five car. We're about a car length off them. If that three car gets to our quarter panel, we're done. We can't push the three. Three can't – or we, you, we can't push the five. The five can't push you if we can't get to him. Ty's going to run up there and push Logano, and we're going to be two by two by two, you know, two by two, then the third car. So there's five cars. So how are you two by two if there's five cars? Three JRM cars are going to be faster than two other cars. All we had to do was stay together. I'm sorry, but the – just the way I do the math. But I'm – you know, I'm not one that good at math. Joey Logano and Ty Dillon in line with two of our cars on the bottom lane are not going to – we're not going to blow their doors off. Our three cars would have beat those two cars. I disagree. Joey Logano's going to side draft. Ty Dillon's going to side draft. Before all that happens, TJ gets on pit road. Don't – don't. And he's inside. No, this is part of racing. I know. So, TJ gets inside of Hamlin. You know, Hamlin's doing 88. So, Casey Kane needs to turn left to get into his pit box. Well – 
the seven either doesn't know where he's pitted or he doesn't – I don't know what the communication was. I'm just standing there in the middle of all this screaming. But nonetheless, our 88 car hit our seven car, and that happened. So then Hamlin and TJ are mad at each other. I wasn't mad. I was mad that Hamlin – My sponsor was mad. I was mad <laughs> that Hamlin gets mad. at. We were five of us coming to pit road, right? right. Five of us. Yep. There is no – it, you know, nothing against us. There's no reason why we shouldn't follow each other down pit road. Yeah. We should get to that line and not be too wide. It shouldn't be an issue. We all come in together. We roll out. We get sorted out. We take off again. Yeah. We should not be racing each other at that point. No. Like, not anything. They shouldn't even, we shouldn't even have been in that position to right. do that. Justin shouldn't have been inside of We should have never been there. Right. We should have never been there. So, we get there, and we've been pitting together all day. Yeah. So, we we – there's just no no reason why I thought we should be in there. Yeah. You know, we eventually hit doors and let Casey go, and everything sorted out fine. That wasn't – Very that fortunate wasn't, there wasn't more damage done to either car. Either car. But we all <laughs> rolled fine from that. Um, you know right what happened? Right back to 20th. Yep. That didn't put you in 20th. <laughs> lost 20 spots. You didn't lose 20 spots over that. You lost the draft over it. Yep. Yeah. You so lost the, the draft. What you lost 20 spots over is when you pit it out of the box, the, the 88 car. That had nothing to do with the seven or anybody else. You, you were you were going to be in the lead pack of six, and instead yes. you lost the draft and you were screwed. Well, and you the still yellow doesn't come out, right? You still stay. You were still going to finish six or seventh or whatever. So, yep. so, so to the rule that, that TJ's talking about, all cars have to enter pit road single file. Supposed okay? to. That's what we were told going into every race that we've done for the last however many years. Under yellow, under green, it doesn't matter. They have to enter single file, and if you don't enter single file, you have to immediately get single file. So after this happens on Saturday in the cup spotters and the cup drivers meeting rather on Sunday, people are asking questions. NASCAR says under yellow, you must enter single file under green. We understand y'all are racing to get the pit road. Once you get to pit road, we would like for you to get single file. Well, I would like to win a million damn dollars too. So then they say, and if you're inside of a car and you're impeding their way to get to their pit box, we may penalize you. So we would like for y'all to get single file. We may penalize you. Just leaves it up to them to make that call. So what they're basically saying is based on what happened yesterday with, with Algeyer and Casey Kane, we could have penalized Algeyer, you know. But it, it just comes down to, you know, spotters and drivers have to communicate. That that place is, is one where we are of the utmost importance. And if you're not steady feeding them good information, whether they're pitting, not pitting, you know, in the draft, whatever, it just it just comes down to doing the right thing at the right time. Unfortunately for, for all of us at JRM, TJ didn't screw the whole race up. Yeah, luckily, <laughs> we should never have been in that position. But what screwed the race up was obviously uh, – um, but you know what screwed the whole race up. I would up. like to say Saturday night the uh, our group me was highly entertaining oh, to yeah? read of yeah. you two going back and forth. Who, me and Brad? Yeah. I don't think I we don't, said much, did we? I don't think we did much at all. Yeah, you did. Saturday night? We should have got Hamlin in it. I know. You should have just added him to it. Hamlin was still mad yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hamlin doesn't have any idea. And here's the best part. There's only there's only a few spotters that all have to ride together. And Hendrix, since they're so low on money, they've got all three <laughs> spotters in one car. So Hamlin and TJ get into this verbal screaming match during the race, and now they have to go ride together 30 minutes to the hotel. Get up the next morning and ride back to the track. It's like you you know, you know, and your wife are, are out at a 20-year class reunion, and she winks at her old boyfriend, and the husband sees it, and now everybody's mad as hell, and you still got to spend the weekend together. It, went, it wasn't bad. <laughs> It wasn't, the ride wasn't bad. 
quiet. He's just giving you shit. Calm down. I'm just telling you the ride wasn't too bad. No, it was just quiet. Everybody's just like awkward silence. That's funny, though. Poor Eddie DeHaan. Thank goodness for cell phones. Eddie spots for Chase. He's the driver. You know, he's probably scared to death. They're going to start hitting him in the back of the head. No, it wasn't bad. It wasn't too bad. I love it. So Dega was fun. No. Just nothing going on, really. Pretty chill. <laughs> How about you guys, Kristen? I heard y'all were in a hotel and had to evacuate. <laughs> you got evacuated? So PR yeah. Marketing left a little bit before the team, the crew left the garage on Friday night. So we all checked in and we were fine. We were in two separate hotels because there's so many JRM employees. The crew gets to the other hotel, and all they have are king-size beds. Oh, I heard about <laughs> two guys, one king bed. Well, they had pull-out couches as well. They were like <laughs> but some of our guys would not Who'd fit Who'd you sleep on the with, Josh? Brokeback Junior Motorsports. sleep with anyone. <laughs> so they found hotel rooms for those guys at our hotel then yeah. for Friday night, but Saturday night there were no rooms. So PR Marketing, the non-essential personnel, got kicked out like an hour away to Leeds. Leeds. Although our hotel turned out to be really, really nice. Yeah. I had a better gym. I had a nice gym. Yeah, and it's 75 miles. That was on was Friday. So, it was an hour. That was Friday that you got, had to go? Saturday after. Friday. Yeah, Friday. Friday after we closed. It yeah. was pouring. It was freezing. Yeah, Everyone well, luckily was you got damp, to go out and they're like, earlier. hey, all your clothes are wet. Go drive You're, an hour. Everything was moist as hell. <laughs> yeah. You so, but s- at least you got out of there early, though. At least they called everything. So you yeah, could, that was nice that they closed the yeah. garage early for the teams, too, so they could actually have a decent Because there's no way we were getting on track. No. Friday, it was not. That happening. 14 minutes, though, saved us because it made it to where we could qualify and do everything on. Yeah, we had to come in at 8 o'clock in the morning and go out there and run around. Yeah. Run so around. Let's, let's kick this. We're kicking into spot on, spot off. Brett, you're going first. Restrictor, okay. plate, package for Xfinity. Spot off. And, and I say spot off because we tore up so many cars at Daytona. We tore up so many cars again. Before we're even at the halfway point, we only have 12 cars left on the lead lap that are – really competitive race cars so they've given the guys with the least amount of experience the hardest package to drive they can't touch each other which sounds easy but when you're in a pack of 20 and 30 cars trying to advance your position the only way to go faster is to bump and bump draft so this package needs to be significantly changed with that rear spoiler deal it's too small they don't have enough rear downforce yeah you know i like they can race close together, but I don't like the fact that they can't advance their position that well without without you getting actually really the only you can't even really bump draft that well. You can't you you gotta lock bumpers and we're not allowed to do that. And that's really the only way to advance. Um I mean it, it's a decent race, but it, I would it's, like it's to, a great race. I would like to find a little bit more of a way where we could help each other a little bit more and create runs without without wrecking. I mean when you look at Logano who hits Elliot in, in the butt on lap four, and it shot us into the wall down the back stretch. You look at Eric Amarola, who hit Ryan Reed in the butt, getting into turn one, shot him into the outside wall. These are cup drivers hitting full-time Xfinity Series drivers, and they're taking them out. And it's not intentional, but when you supposedly have the cup drivers that are these great drivers, which they are, and they're hitting, you know, other cars and it's wrecking them, it just goes to show you the package needs to be fine-tuned. It's not there yet. Spot on, spot off. Two weeks in a row that Junior Motorsports has lost the race with a late yellow. TJ. Um, spot off. I mean, that I, I, was right where we could all see, and there was literally nothing to look at in the racetrack. I wouldn't even have told my driver to go around what was ever in the racetrack. It was zero concern to me. Um, I feel like I feel like we all knew that that was going to happen just because of how the how it played out there, and I don't I don't like that. <clears throat> We've all earned them positions. 
by by making a good pit stop, by getting lined up, by being smart. We all got lined up, started working with each other, and drove away from everybody. And you earn that. Now we're just gonna now we're just gonna you know oh well this isn't gonna be too exciting. That's wrong because it is still gonna be exciting. And the guys that earned the right to race for it are gonna be there to race for it. Now yeah. we're gonna throw everybody back in the mix. Almarola wasn't gonna be a factor. You know, we we got rid of Logano out of there too. We JRM was going to be, and I'm probably a little biased in this, but we had that race won. Yep. The 20 car makes a move, the five goes with the seven. The the five makes a move, we pull the five. You know, and, and we had that race dominated. Yeah, L- late race yellows are part of are part of racing. However, the last two that we've seen, Richmond, you know, TJ, the the, so the car caught on fire. Well. TJ or, or Elliot was going to win the race. It certainly was pointing more yeah, toward we Elliot. One of us. This week, TJ was in the best position with with uh, Algar to win the race, and you know they just take it from you when they do these things. So that's two weeks in a row that we've had the yellow throne, and, and it was for apparently no reason. So I think we just got to go back and say, let's let these things finish organically and let's not manufacture these cautions. Spot on, spot off. AJ Allmendinger turns Chase Elliott, and the big one ensues at Dega. You know – Clint came over the radio when that happened and said, Chase keeps leaving that bottom lane open. Eventually somebody's going to cram it in there. Seeing the replay, I'm not sure that was the case. It looked like to me that, you know, Chase maybe got a tick loose or something coming off the corner. Nonetheless, A.J. completely ran over him. And after he hit him, then he backed off and then he hit him again. So, you know, it, it definitely is it's spot on for the fans because all we hear about is they want to see the big one. Well, damn it, you got it. You got it. You had one guy upside down on the wall. You had another guy upside down on his roof. I've never seen a car slide that far <laughs> on, on its roof. roof ever because what typically happens is when that happens, they dig over and they start flipping. This, I mean, AJ just stayed right on his roof and just yeah. kept right on. It was on actually the, a very – Spot on for his technique. <laughs> I, I, You know, I'm not spot on for a big wreck, but – We've fixed a lot of problems. We turned the car over, and it was the easiest rollover we could ever have. We had a car up on the wall, never hit anything. Still, you know, we had some wreck stuff. Nobody got hurt. There was no serious wreck. AJ slid on his roof. That's the worst thing. Did you see Danica's hit <clears throat> on the inside? Oh. Yeah. You know, if there's a wreck, I'm pretty sure Danica's going to hit the inside wall somewhere head on. I mean, she always – I hate it for her because she always finds that way to hit. And, God, it, it, look, it hurts when you watch it. Oh. But, you know, my butthole drew up. I was like, <laughs> I was like, God dang, that hurts. You know, I don't think. And then she gets out. AJ, I, I don't blame AJ right there, but you're you're right. There's certain things that, you know, one thing I like watching. I love watching Chase and blaming him. But one thing we didn't practice that, that you know, I don't understand what he's doing. Sometimes I had to ask Eddie one time. We were leading Chase in practice, and he was like all over the track behind us. I'm like, Eddie, what's he doing? Yeah. Like, you know, it's hard for me to – we're in single file line here. Yeah. How am I I'm, – I'm sitting here telling Del Jr. like, Chase is three back, a lane higher than you. <laughs> Everyone else is a lane lower than him. Here he comes back to the bike. He's a lane lower than you now. He's a lane higher. I'm like, what? Well, just get in line. Yeah. What, what are you doing? And I see some of that in the race still, and I'm, I'm, I am know over the – I know over the next, you know, as he gets better, he'll he'll have Calm more finesse. Down. With, yeah. He'll have way more finesse with it. Him and Blaney – that's the only thing that I, I know they're very aggressive there, and they're not afraid to, to make moves and do things, but they need they lack a little bit of finesse with their moves. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, 
did you see the uh, did you see McMurray about caused a big win in a turn three? Yeah. Were you right behind him or were you right with him when he did that? He basically got a big shove by somebody and tried to clear himself to the bottom and he was not clear. Uh, like I, he, I, I was behind it. I keyed up and said they're wrecking. I, and I, that's, I was about to say the same yeah. thing because it's that's a typical move that he's done before. Right. And, and that's something that he tries to do. And I thought we were all wrecking right there when I saw that. But, yeah. you know, spot on to – I can't really go spot off to that. I thought the racing was great. I thought the racing was good. Guys could get runs. They could work together. You could get a third lane rolling sometimes. You could get a bottom lane rolling. And um, But, you know, even the safety. Five wide. Yeah. I said it many times yesterday. Yeah, I was two at one inside, three outside. Yeah. I mean, I was like, Bruh. Yeah. So. Fun. That was a fun race to watch as a yeah. spectator yesterday. <laughs> on TV? Was it good on TV? Oh, it was yeah, good it on was TV. Really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw Jeff Gluck tweet out his little poll deal. Was this a good race or not a good race? And you vote yes or no. And 84% of the people have voted yes when I looked at it. And I basically retweeted it and said, if you didn't like yesterday's race, please move to North Korea. <laughs> Get the, <laughs> the f*** out of here. Right? Like, what about this, the last This place month? isn't for you. It was an incredible What about the last month, man? Oh, been, Bristol, all over the track. Marzo, yeah. we have a second groove at Marzo. What? Whoever yeah. says that? Right. You know, and now we have Talladega. And I don't. what I don't think people understand is the quality of drivers that are in them cup cars. You might not be able to see it. You might not think it at a lot of these tracks. Yeah. But when you go to Talladega, I, I can't even – tell you how much their how much talent is in them cars running as close as they do and making some of the moves they do and, and not wrecking some of the times yeah i can't like it's on it's unreal the talent of the drivers we have in that in i'm series. still really sad dell jr is retiring at the end of the year you mean but i'm really really glad <laughs> i'm really really glad that he announced it when he did because Saturday's race was slammed with people. Yesterday's race looked it, sold out. It looked oh, sold it was out so, on TV. So he's brought all these people back to the track, in my opinion, not all of them, but he certainly brought 20 to 30% more than what would have otherwise been there back to this racetrack. And if you came yesterday, you're coming back because yeah. it was that good of a show, both shows all weekend. Yeah. The only uh, – I've been very impressed with the attendance this year, all year, except for Richmond. Yeah. I don't know what, what lined up that weekend for it not to be a great attendance. but yeah. It was 4,000 uh, degrees, I believe, yeah. was <laughs> but I one mean, of the issues. Yeah. That's a good race, too, though. Surface of the sun. <laughs> hot. It is. It is. Yeah. But the attendance has been good, man. I, I'm happy with people being there. Yep. Spot on, spot off. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. gets the pole and wins a Dega, the first win for Roush since 2014. I'll go. Uh, I'll go spot on. I think it was last week's episode where I gave Josh's boy Ricky a good pat on the back. You we're know, gonna Ricky, get him a T-shirt. <laughs> Ricky spelled it. with an E. Yeah, <laughs> these were yeah. Ricky's strong tracks. He's good at Martinsville. He moved Kyle, got back in the lap, saved his Martinsville, Martinsville race, came back with a top seven or eight there or whatever. Yep. yep. Bristol. The, I don't. Know, I think he ran good. He at ran Bristol. good at Bristol. He always runs good at Bristol. Fourth at Richmond. Minus wrecking with his teammate at Fontana, he's been pretty successful yeah. this year. Yeah, and his, you know? uh, and his girlfriend came down to Victory Lane, took yeah. pictures with him. Well, PDA a few times. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm it's glad. Kind of ironic Ricky. that Ricky sat on the pole, huh? Ricky Stenhouse <laughs> is finally turning the corner. So, he, he, you, here's uh, why I'm in, I'm so spot on for this. Thanks to the pole. <laughs> thankfully, y'all. Some, thankfully, some of y'all get my sense of humor. Um, it's actually because Roush had the reputation in this industry of being extremely hard on their employees from a culture standpoint, not allowing them to be themselves, making them work longer hours, making them work travel days, not a lot of days and time off during the week. Like their their culture in the sport since I've been here was outwork everybody from a, from an hour standpoint. And now they've had some change in leadership, you know, and, and I think 
guys like Brian Patty and Kevin Kidd and, and Steve Newmark, I think they're making the, the shift of, okay, the old Roush regime, which was dying, is now being saved by this new Roush regime. So extremely excited for Mike Herman, who is a spotter for Ricky Stenhouse. Yeah. He, he'd won a race before, but it was, a, it was a road course race. That's not a place where a spotter you know, has a lot of input. It, it, if a spotter wins a plate race, you, you got something there. It, yeah. they're, they're not easy to win at spotters. If, if you win a plate race as a driver, your spotter did a good job that day. So spot on for all those guys. Yeah, and you know now the next step for Stenhouse to me is top fiving a mile and a half here. He's got to show me something at a mile and a half now. And they have speed. Yeah. They have speed in practice and qualifying, but they just can't put a race together. I don't know. Maybe this will – I thought maybe you were going to say he's got to go after Patty Moise. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to do something now at these mile and a half. Are can't you guys just, more, I agree with you. Can't you, just keep getting poles. Are you more exhausted after Talladega Absolutely. than you are? Oh, like, 100 Because you did not stop talking on Saturday. No, I'm I, – I feel like I've been run over by a truck today, literally. I yeah, mean, I didn't. I'm tired. I tried to sleep last night, and then I woke by just I, – I missed my period of going to sleep, you so I still laid just, there. Yeah. I can't so. missed this period. I <laughs> <laughs> know what happens when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. All right, we're going to take a break, but before we do, we're going to talk about the live Door Bumper Clear recording at Whiskey River. This is next week, next Thursday, May it's 18th free. at 7 p.m. It's free. You don't need a ticket. Come on in. Buy a beer. Come listen to us talk. You may get free beer. You may get free beer. You may beer. get free shots. Clint Boyer yeah. may buy you a beer. It's free to come. Yeah. Not to mention. Clint only agreed to come do this show because you're co-hosting it. Yeah. Too, uh. Just so you know. <laughs> I, I described the, these outfits you've been wearing and this get up that you've Can been Can you doing. wear those shoes when you ride the bowl? <laughs> you got to wear those shoes when you ride the bowl. You're yeah. insane. Kristen is going to ride the bowl, people. We need to you need to come see this. It's gonna be great. Possibly but backwards. Also with that, if you tweet using the hashtag DBC at WR, you can win appetizers, meals, and a VIP experience from Whiskey River, which is a private area, a bottle of liquor of your choice, and a chance to see all of us and listen to And it's to free us. to win that too. Yeah. It's free to win that too. So listen, get oh. on our Facebook or Twitter. You know, there's get information there. Get on it. And, and come see us next next Thursday. Hashtag KB on Bowl will also work. That will not work. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag KB on Bowl. Travis Campbell, come on down. All this right. is your This shot. is where we Let's take go. a break. If you love Dale Jr., then Exalta Racing is your go-to social media account on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It brings you insider's info all weekend long on the 88 team. It's at Exalta Racing, a must-follow for any Dale Jr. fan. One Main Financial is the largest consumer finance company in the United States, and it dates back over 100 years. TJ, I did not know that, but I did know that if you were in need of a loan and your finances have taken a turn, One Main can help. So race down to the closest One Main branch and get back on track. You know that with more than 1,700 locations, there is bound to be one near you. There's actually one really close to us where we're at right now. So find your closest one main at onemainfinancial.com. Lending made personal. All right, we're going into fast lane. I'm going to give TJ and Brett a topic to debate. I'm going to alternate who responds first. Each of them gets 30 seconds to voice their opinion, and then whoever responded first will get a 30-second rebuttal. Rebuttal. Are we ready? <laughs> Brett, you're going first on this one, okay? Okay. Joey Logano was found to be illegal after his win at Richmond. Penalty was 25 driver and owner points, crew chief suspension, and an encumbered finish. I hate that word. Does not qualify him for playoffs. Was this penalty appropriate for the crime? No, it's not. He's still got to keep the trophy. He's still got to kiss the girl, and he's still got the money. 
So what girl was he kissing? I don't know. There's trophy girls. girls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, you know, he, he's not automatically eligible for the playoff and he doesn't get the bonus points, but he's still on TV. He's still the winner on the record book. We're still, we're, we're getting closer, but we're not there yet. Yeah. You know, as much as I, you know, think you're very selfish, I got to agree with you on this one. They still celebrate. You are not legal. You didn't. You're not legal, and you're celebrating. I don't care if he wins, if Dale Jr. wins. If you're not legal, you shouldn't celebrate. You know those other guys that finished second are legal. They should be spraying the champagne. Guess what had happened if this had been the Daytona 500? <laughs> He's still going to keep the Daytona 500 trophy. The crew guys are still going to get Daytona 500 rings. We're still not there yet. Still goes to New York for a week. A week. Do they get an asterisk or anything for the Hell win? Hell no. It's no. it's you're the winner. Oh, God. Put it on your mantle. Fix Done. it. TJ, yeah. Kyle Busch commented on TV after losing the race that he is ready to get back to a real racetrack, which made me cringe. Do you agree with Kyle that plate races aren't real racing, or do you think he was just butt hurt that he lost? Uh, I'll definitely go with the butt hurt because Kyle never re- – Kyle – if Kyle doesn't win, Kyle complains. This could have happened at Martinsville, and Kyle would be like, oh, I can't wait to get to Talladega where we can really race – just stop whining and do your job. Drivers who have good days at a plate track love it. Yep. But leading into it and during the race, they hate it. Because I talked to Elliot after a second place finish Saturday. We'd won two of the last three, going for three out of four. And he's like, Brett, you don't understand. You're in there. You can't see. I can't see in front of me. I can't see behind me. I don't know where the yellow line is. You know, blah, 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 blah. So from their standpoint, they're just not in control. So I do believe that he really meant he's going back to in his mind a real racetrack. Yeah, and Kyle is one of the most, one of the best plate racers yes. there are too, and he just he didn't have a great both day. Legs. Yeah, and he still likes it too. Yeah. I mean, he's still very competitive. But you know, I know one thing. I know Ricky Stenhouse's new favorite track. Yeah, is now Talladega. You yeah. know, and it's just how it goes. You have a bad week, you don't like it. I mean, if we if we go to Indy and win the Brickyard, my, you know, what my favorite track's going to be the Brickyard. Hey, I mean, Brett, it's just how it goes. What would have What would have happened if Sadler had won? But then he was what fourth to go out in qualifying. Oh yeah, we were panicked. They would have held it. <laughs> they they think so? That. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So he had cup qualifying after the deal. They would they would have given him a slip. You know, they they would have let him do the victory lane deal. Then they would have sent him to qualify the cup car. Then they would have Back sent him to, to the media, media center. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Because he was almost late to cup qualifying, just being in the media center, finishing second. Yeah. We had to like run to get crap and get <laughs> they, him out they, there. They 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 had to work with us. I mean, it would have been a great problem yeah. to have. That's for right. me, I'm sure. I don't think it would have been. A big issue. It had been a little bit of hustling, but they figured it out. Yeah. Kyle Larson commented last week that he believes he may be the last, quote-unquote, true racer in the field. Do you agree with this comment or think it is a little arrogant? I, you know, we were. I don't know the context to which he said this. I mean, he's a true racer from the standpoint of an A.J. Foyt, a Tony Stewart, a guy who can truly get in anything and be competitive. To, to name himself the last true racer, I think, I don't know. How old is America? <laughs> 1776. Well, that's pretty damn, now. that's, that, that's, that's <laughs> how old is it going to be, you know, 300? That's why we got you, Josh. <laughs> at, at, at some point, time is, is going to keep going and the next guy is going to come. I mean, that's the one thing the sport's always seen is the next guy. Yeah, you know, he's definitely a true racer. But I just because he was brought up a little differently doesn't mean that doesn't mean you can't put Chase Elliott in that car in a you know let's go put Kyle Larson in a late model see how he runs against Chase super late model you know Chase awesome in them things I think there's a handful of kids just because you drove sprint cars like Tony did and you'll drive anything doesn't mean that these other guys 
I'm not saying Chase is going to get in a sprint car and do well, but also I'm not saying Larson's going to get in a super late model and do well. Everyone has a different background, but he's definitely – He's won some open-wheel races. He's won two NASCAR races. Yeah. I chill on the true racer thing. Like, <laughs> But I do yeah, like the fact Tony that he Stewart, races. Tony Stewart's a two-time Indy, Indy champion, Brickyard, 400, Brickyard Indy 500 winner, you know, two-time, three-time cup champion. I mean – I yeah, he's a racer. He's a true racer. He'll race anything, but I wouldn't label him as like anywhere near their status yet. Yeah, no. it's not like you're a Jedi or something here, you <laughs> no. know. I mean, and he's a badass. I'm not he saying is. I'm not discounting that, but I like Kyle Larson. He's because got he, a, his resume has a lot left to be added to be. Yeah, be, and it be will be added that. if he keeps it up. I mean, I like him because he's racing. He's at Millbridge on Wednesdays running something, then he goes and runs a sprint car, which probably a little dangerous. But hey, man, I mean, yeah. it's what he likes to do. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to stop a guy from doing what he likes also, to do. Also, you can't label yourself that. That has to be something someone says about you. Yeah, you that's why I'm like saying out of con- like, like yeah. We need the context, I think, to really analyze it. But He's by far a true racer. I mean, I, I, I'll yeah. say this. If I owned a Sprint Cup Series team and I had a Sprint Cup Series driver and I had tens of millions of dollars invested in this guy, guess what he's not racing ever again? <laughs> a Sprint car, a World of Outlaw car. And I'm really sorry, but – that is the most dangerous form of racing right now in America where guys mo- lose their lives. And, and this whole company, imagine being at Ganassi with 350 employees. He's the present. He's the future. I'm not putting my, my company and my sponsors and my people at risk. It's not worth it. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to let Tom Brady go back and play a, in a Michigan football game because no. you never know if one of these guys – I mean, they, they're going to – I'm not saying – I'm not saying I don't know what Kyle's thing is. Maybe Kyle's really big on racing sprint cars, and it's really important to me when he goes into the contract negotiations. Like, look, I want to be able to run a little bit. It's now on iRacing is what I would tell him. You go get you a computer, <laughs> and you have a hell of a lot of fun because you're not putting your He's really good on there, too. We run, sure. we run a league on Tuesday nights, and between him and Christopher Bell, yeah. they made me want to like not even race. Yeah. So It's just it's too risky. The, the risk versus reward, I mean, it could be catastrophic. And trust me. I played sports. I have people that, that are athletes and all different. You can get hurt doing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you tore your ACL curling that one time, you right? Get, <laughs> yeah, you can get hurt literally doing anything, but some risk you don't have to take. Yeah, I'm sprint not, cars I'm, are definitely a pretty severe risk. Your little fuzzy ball fell off your microphone. My little fuzzy ball's been gone the whole time. Oh, okay. It's right for, by your leg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it hasn't been up here. Thanks for noticing. Oh, put it back in your mouth. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Hurry what up. is the ideal? Hang on. Stop. That was it hurt me. This is a good question right here. This was going a lot better till you told him about his ball. All right. Now he's got it. Prepared. Sounds like thunder. Ow. Fuzzy ball is back. What is the <laughs> ideal track to host the Mother's Day weekend race, TJ? You know, I honestly really liked doing it at Darlington. We ran it on a perfect day. Mothers could attend. Um, it was a perfect afternoon night race we were home to celebrate mother's day not that we won't be home this year but it was just close you could bring them you could celebrate you could have a good time with it it, that track has a lot of history like mother's day kind of and it was just a good track to go and celebrate it at tj's got a valid point so we should go to darlington twice a year but in the event that we can't the charlotte market has got to be taken advantage of here don't fly us halfway across the country to kansas none of us can get home to be with you know our kids' mamas or our mamas or whoever. So move this thing closer to Charlotte. Bristol, Martinsville, Richmond. We wouldn't care. We wouldn't, I, we're, I'll get home at 5 in the morning this weekend. 
Yeah, I would. I would go to. Uh, I would. I just want to run Darlington on Mother's Day weekend. That's all. <laughs> the off the wall topic. Always dreaming was the horse that won the 143rd Kentucky Derby this weekend at Churchill Downs. If you could go to any race outside of NASCAR, what would that race be and why? How about Thunder Snow? He thought he was at the damn rodeo. That guy Where, came out of the gate. He was bucking at him. Like, he's like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that guy's at the wrong race. <laughs> um, he was a bull. <laughs> if I could go to any race outside of NASCAR, what would it be and why? Um, made it to the Chili Bowl. That was big on my list. Uh, I, I, I don't know, man. I'm going to use my last 30 seconds to come up with an answer because there's so many. I, I want to oh, do we're going to wait forever for you. Jeez, I wanna, Brett. I want to do Knoxville Nationals. I mean, I'd love to do, yeah. obviously, an F1 race. Indy 500 seems cool. What, what do you got? Where do you want to be? You know, I've never been to the Chili Bowl. The Chili Bowl, I, all mine rank about the same. There's a handful that I want to go to. I would love to attend an Indy 500 one year just to see the atmosphere of it. I want to go to a Formula One race like you said. Um, you know, preferably like in Europe or something, Belgium, somewhere in another country like that. <clears throat> and I definitely want to go to the V8 supercar race, uh, the Bathurst 1000. Yeah. I've driven around that track. Granted, it was a minivan, but that track is ridiculous. <laughs> in a minivan. So which one's your pick? You, you know, I, I would just roll the dice, and whatever one came up, I would go with. I want to go to Monaco, and yeah, I want to go to the Salt go. Flats. Yeah. The I, Salt Flats. I, I don't like to fly, so I, I, that whole overseas thing, I'm kind of out. You I'll, can take a cruise ship. The Kentucky Derby and Indy 500 would probably be really close. I just, you know, the Kentucky Derby is is it's for the party because the race is one lap, mm-hmm. and it was muddy as hell. Two minutes. I mean, them poor jockeys in the back. I mean, did you see those guys fight? No. There was a video of two dudes fighting. Really? Jockeys? Yeah, like, no, like in the in the infield. Oh, they they say the infield of the Kentucky Derby is it, like Mardi the, Gras. It, Dude, it was two like guys the, dressed real nice. They got mad and started swinging each other. If you go to the Carolina <clears throat> Cup in Camden, South Carolina, and I don't know if y'all are off these weekends, but you need to look at it. Dude, it's nothing but a big party for a day. First time I went to college, I came back. Mom said, you got a horse race? I was like, yeah. She said, what horse race? What horse won? I was like, Mom, I never saw a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I heard one get shot. <laughs> but I didn't. Right. I, I think I did. I heard 12 gates go off. <laughs> see, um, see a glue trap? <laughs> but... Anyway, uh, one broke like boom. I'm a huge supporter of all forms of racing. I love it. Yeah. Hashtag ask DBC producer Josh. Why do I do that every time? Producer Josh has um, chosen a few you questions, and you guys can always ask us questions during the week. Just use hashtag ask DBC. At Craig Chevalier asks, how do you pit, then run 20 laps, then a red flag, then you go green again, run two more laps, and out of nowhere you have a loose tire? Uh, you know, that's a uh, – he said when we made the pit stop that we he had a vibration. Okay, so tell us what's going on because I don't know what this dude's talking about. Uh, we we pit. You talking about and, Dale's car? Yeah, we made a pit stop and he's like, comes out. We go through one and two. Um, on the apron, get to three and four. He's like, I got a vibration. And we, I was like, ten four, copy. We got a vibration. And he never said anything else, but like it wasn't getting worse. So when and I will tell you this, Dale Jr. is the king of knowing when a vi- when he has a tire coming off and he knows when to hit pit road. So he never, he never said it was getting worse or anything like that. So we were gonna ride it out, and if he would have said it was getting worse, we would have pitted. He would have pitted. He's not stupid with that stuff. So he's very, uh, very good with it. But I don't know. I don't know what made it get so much worse after the red flag. I have no idea. But um, you know, it just became an issue. But it wasn't an issue up till that point. At Zoombuck ADS, what's more disappointing: not having a great plate car or having a great car and getting wrecked at a plate race? Um, 
I don't know. I've had a lot of great plate cars and not finished good. Um, was it Dega one or two where Dale, where you retired Amelia last year? Amelia sucked. Yeah, Amelia came out of the box good. Then she, she was a hag. Yeah, dude. She <laughs> Did ran. You say a hag? She was a hag. She <laughs> ran hard. She definitely had her period. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my gosh. Amelia was road hard and put away wet. Good Lord. She was terrible. Yeah. Uh, you know, the thing about it is, as spotters, I mean, if we just speak speak to this from our position, the first thing you don't want to happen at a plate track is wreck. And, I mean, the drivers probably too. And then the second thing you want to do is be able to give your guy the right information to run very competitive, ultimately lead laps, have a chance to win the race. So, you know, if if you have a really fast car and you get wrecked, it's it'll make you want to cry. And you'll hate that yeah. place. And then the next time you sit on the schedule, I'm a spotter. I'm not going to get hurt. I mean, I'm 10 floors off the racetrack. So I love Talladega. I love Daytona um, because it's where we have the most impact as spotters. So it, it's just it, it's very frustrating to get wrecked. Yeah, having a great car, your expectations go up too. When you don't meet those expectations, it's a bigger letdown. There's not really a such thing as a terrible car at a plate track. Yeah, they might whine a little bit, Talladega, but realistically, there's there's 38, 40 good cars that if getting the right run at the right time could win that race. You know, and so even if you have the bad car, Casey complained about his car all day. Said it just wouldn't go. Dude, they're not fifth. You know, so there's not like you can't have you can take you never know how things are going to fall, but it sucks when you have a dominant car and a really fast car and you wreck. Yeah. At JM Wallace 14 asks, I still think we have the best all star weekend in sports, but would you like to see the pit crew challenge come back? I, I, I agree with you. We have the best all star weekend. And the reason that is, is because we, we don't have a lame event. I mean, we're, we don't have guys that aren't playing defense or, or aren't, you know, they aren't trying not to get hurt. I mean, we have a million dollars on the line. It's it's 190 yeah. miles an hour. It, it's 100 percent the best all star, true full, full effort weekend yeah, I agree. in all of sports. I tell you what else we do better than anybody else in all of sports is we still pray before our events. Not a lot of we may be the only major league sport that does that, but I, I still think that's a, a, one of the cool things about NASCAR too. Uh, so, but to your question, I'd love to see the pit crew challenge come back. The, the weird thing here, Mr. J M Wallace, 14 is. NASCAR doesn't tend to do a lot of things that, that make them bring money out of their pocket to produce it and support it. So if you have a nice sponsorship that you'd like to bring to the table here, I'm sure they'd love to put it back on the schedule. But <laughs> um, until that happens, I, I doubt we see it again. Yeah, that the, the all-star deal is really a true all-star race. You have a big – you want to win because there's a big old prize at the end of the, you know, at the, end of the tunnel. So yeah. you don't really go – do you think – those players in the AFC and NFC care which team wins the Pro Bowl. They've already made their money. They they don't they don't. It's so small. They don't even. They're going out there just having a good time. And you know that doesn't. Our guys are putting it on the line to win a million dollars. What do you think about the pit crew challenge? Bring it back or not? <clears throat> you know, I actually kind of uh, I actually kind of uh, liked the pit crew challenge as far as for giving the fans something else to kind of go and see it gives them something else to go and do while they're in town for the week i don't really know about um you know i think i don't think it should pay like what it used to pay it paid a ridiculous amount of money sponsorship yeah yep. but you know i don't i think it's cool for the fans to go see these guys up close to have a little com- competition and, and do it like that i think it's great for the pit crew guys to go and yeah. Have a friendly competition, you know. My suggestion, my, my favorite part of the pit crew competition, this is probably before Josh was even born, is when we used to do this at Rockingham. 
I thought it was awesome because it was at a racetrack and it was done where people were in the stands watching. Then we kind of did it downtown for a little mm-hmm. while when Sprint put up all the money, and Sprint spent a lot of money on this All-Star stuff. They had the best driver intros all year for the All-Star race. Very curious to see in a couple weeks what it looks like now that, you know, we don't have yeah. this big presenting sponsor. But I didn't love it as much in the Coliseum, so I say we don't do it. All-Star Week, I think we should do it Champions Week in Miami, and I think only the championship-eligible pit crews should participate. And, and I think it would be something cool that they could figure out a way down there that, to be more interactive with fans. But I definitely would love to see it come back. But, again, man, it's dollars and cents. Yeah, I didn't like the fact they started making stuff for the cars they had to push and stuff. Everyone, so we started building special cars for that competition. We started doing yeah. – we started making them roll easier. We started putting handles on them in places where you, they wouldn't have a handle. Yeah. You know, I I didn't agree with that, but I do I don't mind watching a, you know, it is actually pretty pretty neat to see a tire changer or a jackman get over there and jack the car up, because I mean watching me or you jack that car up would probably be a pretty funny effort. Yeah, I mean that would be on TV for different reasons. It would be on <laughs> yeah, we would be not top ten. Yeah. So yeah, but it is, these guys are very good at what they do. Once again, NASCAR just needs to come to us. We've got all the answers. All the yep. answers. Just hire us. Also, our pit crews are like celebrities they are constantly having their pictures taken autographs but that's part of the fun for the fans to go down that pit road and see that guy in that uniform that makes that kid and you know i was thinking about this last night and i I tweeted something about it so i was walking down to the infield this kid's in the front row with his dad just those two and i'm walking by him and he's like sticks his little hand out and gives me this fist bump and and so i turned around and i threw my hat back to him and his face he just his he was just like had the look of awe on his face. And, I, I mean, that made my day seeing that kid. Um, but that, those people want to see our pit crew guys. They want to – that makes them feel like they're involved. That's yep. what, our fans have access. Way more. Than, than any else. other sport. You can go sit in the third row of the NFL or whatever, but you're still way back there. You can get field passes if you know the right people. And you still you still can't be close. <laughs> uh, they still kick you off the field. But you can't – like. Ours, you're literally right there. Yep. You can catch Clint Boyer walking from his car to his hauler. You can you can you can see these guys up close and personal. Yeah, and they take the time to sign autographs, and they're right there and personal with you. You don't see you don't see Tom Brady doing that. No. You know you don't see these other guys. No. This next question may have come from Brad Little because he brought this up two weeks ago. <laughs> At DCFD train or Bl- Brad Little asked, should NASCAR <laughs> implement a rule that forces cars off the track after losing a certain amount of laps? That's an interesting question. It is. I mean, and, I, and and Brad was actually directing it at our friend Mike Harmon. He said, okay, if I get in an accident and I, I have five minutes to, to – and, and Brad works for Casey Kane. I have five minutes to, to fix our car. If we can't, we're taken out of the race, okay? But this guy has been on the track the entire race. He's given up eight to 12 laps legitimately on his own with a fine race car What's the difference? Why am I being taken out of the race and he's not? And his point was not to put Casey Kane back in the race with a damaged car. It was at some point you're out, you're done. And and I think, you know, the big question there is, does minimum speed even really matter anymore? That's a good question. I think um, <clears throat> that's a good point. I mean, at some point, like. It our, screwed you at Bristol. That's what I was thinking of. We have wrecks. We have people, we have race and, you know, wrecks that are happening that are, um, damaging championships and and um, you know things like that. That's a. It, but I like the fact. What I thought of when I first saw it, but it wasn't the Bristol wreck. Was the fact that okay, this guy is going to actually have to try harder now. Yeah. And it might make him more competitive. Right now, we got cars that are content 
riding around because they're just making money off of it. Right, Let's right, make this guy spend a little bit more. I'm not. He's not broke. Let's get this out there. The guy is not broke. You're not running a race team in racing if you're completely broke. So let's take a little bit more, try to get faster, and that way you're more competitive. I mean, that's what I, that's what I was thinking about. Let's take, make these guys get more competitive. Yeah. Um, you know, if you go and I think Formula One or somebody used to use a percentage of a competition deal. Yeah. If you're not within a certain percentage, it might you know what it might be the 24 hour race, something like that. Like if you're not, there's you're a cutoff. Yeah. yeah. There's a cutoff, like where at some point. But they don't have like a five minute clock though. Yeah. It's like a, it's like running a marathon or a foot race. Yeah. There, there's cutoffs if you don't it's hit. For, it's certain. points. Like it, what they do is they don't get points if you're not within a certain percentage of the leader or whatever. Yeah. Well, if you're three laps down at the end of the first stage, what's the point? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, now you're now you're on pace to be ten down by the time the race is over. Like, you know, depending on the track. See depending on the track, but I don't. It has to be a pretty significantly high number still because. Yeah. You know, somebody could cut a tire and go two down, and we can't kick. You know, yeah, but they'll stay two down. They won't continue to get laps. Okay, what if you what if you cut two tires in the first segment? You're gonna tell uh, you know, you're gonna tell uh, Dell Junior to go home because he cut had two cut tires. Yeah, but he's he's still he's still on pace. I mean, you know what? Yeah, this, well, this you know what I mean. Is, there this has question to be. is directed toward the people who suck. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but I it, it would have to be worded. It would have to be well, worded well, correctly. So. I tried to be politically correct, but I couldn't find a word. Make it situational like every other NASCAR rule. <laughs> yeah. May. May it not. May. All right. This is the time for the rant, although Brett kind of went off in the beginning of the, the TJ's a Hey, you know what? That's my rant. <laughs> Brett's just selfish. <laughs> TJ is a <laughs> teammate, and Kevin Hamlin will vote with me. That's two to one. We win. <laughs> That's not really true. But you can't believe anything Kevin says. <laughs> Or you, really. <laughs> Go with us. We'll yeah, push you to the win. Yeah, because yeah, I certainly am not one to just bluntly say what I think. I'm, well, I'm, I'm always I never know where just, you stand on anything. No, I know. I can so. tell you this. There is no way in – there is absolutely 0% chance in your mind. In my mind, 100%. <laughs> that Michael and that was – you were going to push Michael and that to win. The, you you, you are, can ask Ramsey. I, was, I had it figured out. I had you had it figured out how to, how to get him there and then – Dump his ass. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to wreck Michael and No, no, not wreck him. But I would you love would... to see Michael and Ed No, 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 no. I legitimately would have. Elliot's not going to wreck him. Josh would could have been the lucky charm two years in a row. I'm just been. saying, <laughs> you put Michael and Ed <laughs> out front and Elliot Tyler in second. That's three back-to-back-to-back to back to back top 10s. You'd probably been a lot car. nicer in victory lane <laughs> with Michael. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, that was fun. Man, that was the <laughs> happiest, worst day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> We win the race and Josh gets cussed out. <laughs> oh my That's God. a good day. Awesome. Oh hey, we did love uh, this sport. One thing we brushed on a couple weeks ago that I that I heard is pretty much happening is we might get some souvenir rigs back. Yeah, yeah. We so, brought that up last week. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hearing more and more about it. Here's so. the problem. There's only one problem. They sold them all. <laughs> they, yeah, they sold them. That was brilliant. Yeah. Well, there's still market out there. They can get them all back. <laughs> hey, uh, we want those back. Yeah. yeah. Is it a return policy? <laughs> you know, this is what happens when one guy goes to an event and gets a great idea and, and is not in touch with the fan base and the culture. Yep. And I'm sure the PGA does it well, but we're not the PGA. That's not our demographic. We talked about it last week, how cool it was to walk up down Souvenir Row. So, yeah, I'm glad to see us headed back in the right direction after – heading the wrong one for that's no just reason. tradition man it's tradition like those are like 
you get excited. Kids love to see them trailers. It I mean, it works for the PGA because they don't have a lot of space, and right. it's supposed to be you know nicer. Yeah. But it just doesn't. But work ours for, isn't nicer. And well, ours is a big white tent. Yeah. Which is a lot know, smaller, bigger than not, a lot, not as big as it was last year. Well, you know, this is also uh, good for sponsors too, because that's more advertising going up the road. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So straight up, JRM's got had a pretty good deal with souvenir stuff going there. So hopefully, uh, we can get it rolling again and have a lot of stuff to sell. Oh. So it pains me to say this, but in hashtag DBC picks, TJ won again this weekend. Hey, dude, how? It's now 6-4. to four. Brett's still winning, but you need to stop letting TJ win. Who who did TJ have? McMurray? Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Solid pick. Nice job sucking, TJ. 22nd. <laughs> Couldn't get a top 20. Hey, your best track. I know. But, well, it was your fault. <laughs> no, it wasn't my fault. I mean, I picked you I at Richmond. I think you did it on purpose because you, you didn't want me to win. I picked you at Richmond and you 15th me. I mean, Jesus. I know, but we won. Who? Boyer beat the pick. I know. You lost. I'm talking about you <laughs> personally. Pick. I picked you. You boned me. No, I didn't I bone know, you. I know, but I thought you would do way I better. I do Brockback Mountain, bro. <laughs> I thought you would do way better in 15th I only play there. for the home team. Oh, you were the. Oh, gosh. Brett was the. exhausting. Your commitment line guy over there. That's oh. what it was. Yeah, but we still All right, commitment line guy. So we're off to Kansas. So I got to pick first. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, who you got, bro? I am going to go with, off the top of my head, a guy who needs a good finish, probably more than any of the top contenders out there. He's going to be in the number 20, yes. Killer Kenseth, this weekend. Yeah. Go get a mat. Eat some cheese, Wisconsin, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that what? was – Cheese curd. That was going to be my pick, but I already picked him earlier this year. Um, so then it wasn't going to be your pick. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that that's the guy that first came to my mind. Um, so I will say that – I feel like Denny is going to be my pick this week. That is the fastest you've ever picked. It is. It is. So now we're like, on with our lives. I feel like Denny's ready to ready to kind of break out here. And this is a place where Denny ran his <laughs> Denny ran his first cup race at Kansas. Yeah. I can't wait till the end of the season when you guys are stuck with like. We're, it's coming. <laughs> I was just counting like we're on Michael, Michael McDowell and. Well, we're resetting at the chase. <laughs> yeah, but we're still eleven I in. Know. There's I'm already down to there. Derek Coat. I'm just glad. <laughs> Listen, the bottom line is I won with Brendan gone. I want you you will never Greg. live that down. I want you to pick Greg Alding. <laughs> ah, Corey LaJoy. Uh, you know what? One week we should just pick those two. I'll get one and you get the other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Watkins Glen or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. We're off Kansas. Kristen, Josh, enjoy your off weekends. Yeah. Kansas yeah. racetrack may be my favorite track area on the whole circuit. It is good. God almighty, it's good. Ah. There's barbecue, there's yard house, there's Hooters, there's Japanese, there's a comedy good club, Japanese furniture mark, and Dave and Buster's. There's furniture? A fu- <laughs> there's, there's a furniture store big as the town of Mooresville. It is. I mean, it's huge. It is awesome area. It is a good – right around the racetrack is even a fun area. Chick-fil-A. Yeah, chicken filler. There's Chick-fil-A here. And there's a great Wolf Lodge looking thing there. Great Wolf, Wolf Lodge. Yeah. Somebody Listen to all Wolf. this cool stuff around this racetrack. Shawnee Kansas great is right there. I don't know what's right. there, but there's some. Casino. Yeah, Casino on the oh, back stretch. Casino. If you're listening to this, get your ass to Kansas. We're if going. you're within Some driving distance. Yeah. And Brett will even have a meet and greet with you at the bottom of the elevator. I actually have a really easy Friday. <clears throat> do you not so do a truck somebody this wants weekend? to meet me Friday night and buy me beer somewhere, I'm totally you know truck? <laughs> no truck. Your weekend's easy as hell. I know, that's what I'm saying. I got Friday night off. Anybody wants to watch truck you racing, wanna buy s- me a beer. You want to split truck stuff with me? 
I'll buy you a beer. <laughs> He's not going out. You're going in and playing your video games in your hotel room. <laughs> Damn. Brett, Brett can him. bring beer to my room. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring a six-pack of uh, O'Doul's. <laughs> bring uh, bring some beer over. We'll play Xbox or something. Living large. <laughs> See you guys. All right, right y'all. See you next Thanks week. Thanks to One Main. See oh. ya. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliot Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 